All right, we're going to try this again. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Steve Connell, the Dazzleman. And this is the Dazzleman's Fantasy Sports Podcast. It is October 21st, Thursday. And uh, we're going to try episode 15 again here. So you just heard some Smashing Pumpkins. Today is the greatest day. and Or today. But uh, you can hear the lyrics on there. But this was actually meant for last week when uh, Sioux Falls Christian won. The varsity won last week, Friday. Um, the Hawkeyes beat Penn State. The Vikings sadly beat the Lions, barely. I think I think it was the last second field goal for that one. And uh, the junior high boys won last week too. So and and uh, the cross country team continued to roll. So that's why I was that's why I had the song ready to go for that. Um, also, I was uh, in line to beat Bergie. And I was, as I was reminded again on Tuesday when I saw Bergie at uh, in the office, um, I lost to Bergie because of Mark Andrews. And now I'm flailing into my fantasy league here at two and four, and really no hope of getting out of this. So, um, but yeah, more on that later. You know, also it looks like we're not going to have a guest today. Um, sorry about the late notice last yesterday, late yesterday on getting a, a guest on the show. Um, looks like it didn't work for anybody, but I will make sure to send a kind of a schedule for the, for the next few weeks and see if anybody would, is willing to sign on and jump on. I'll, I'll try to be a little bit more, uh, flexible too on, on when I can jump on and, and do the show. Um, rather than just giving you some times, I'll ask for some times from you and see if anybody is willing to jump on. So sorry that there's no guest today, uh, but we got a lot to talk about. Uh, starting off with, let's start off with the cross country team. Um, the cross country team runs state this weekend. Luke wanted me to remind everybody, lucky Lukey, that, uh, the boys will be going for their third straight, I believe is what he said. Uh, third straight championship. They've been, they've become a powerhouse, and we're hoping that that continues again this weekend. And I, I think it will. Um, I haven't heard if if Davilar's running this weekend or not. I think he is, but uh, as far as the podcast is concerned, we're all cheering for Derek Vanderleest and uh, hoping to finish up his senior season strong and and see if he can. And then a high note there and with a, a team cross country victory in, in the state championship. So that's this weekend. I think it's in Sioux Falls, uh, Yankton trails. And also good luck to the girls cross country team. Uh, they're looking for their first championship, I think is what Luke said. Um, they've got some really good runners this year. I know they've got a good team and it'd be fun to see the boys and the girls both win a state championship. I know that's a lot to ask. Um, sometimes we, with certain sports anyway, it's Sioux Falls Christian. We kind of just assume that they're going to win these things, you know, like the soccer, like the boys soccer last, last week, they, uh, they won in a three, two thriller against T. Um, they've been really good the last few years. Uh, the volleyball team has just been rolling like crazy over the past, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Um, and they're looking to roll for another state championship. And now the cross country teams kind of join them in that type of expectation from year to year. So um, hopefully that they, they can 
come back with another victory. And but regardless of what does happen, um, hopefully everybody can just support them and and cheer them on and uh, be appreciative of the work they put in and and what they do out there. So so good luck to the cross country team. Um, the football team plays tonight in Madison. That's going to be a tough game for the the football team. They're hoping for a win tonight, definitely, um, against number one Madison, but that'll be tough going. They're also hoping that Canton beats Lennox tonight, too. So um, that could propel them into the playoffs if that happens, um, which would be fun for these boys to to get a playoff game, even though it might be against number one Madison again for two weeks in a row. Um, But still, it'd be fun to get in the playoffs and see them kind of get that reward for for a hardworking season for that crew as well. Um, junior high boys on Tuesday played in Canton. Um, they won both the seventh and the eighth grade games. It was a good, good season for both teams. And that was fun to be a part of that. Um, a lot of, a lot of guys in this league had kids on, on that team. Uh, the massacre, uh, to a point conversion, Burt's bunch, uh, myself, we all have got some vesting interest in that team and, uh, it was fun to watch them and follow them this year. So. Uh, congratulations to the junior high boys for a successful season and, and then on a win, you know, and, and on Tuesday too, it was just another beautiful night. we it reminded me, I guess on Wednesday when we started getting the rain and the cool air, um, how lucky we've been with the fall weather and, uh, hopefully that will continue too through Thanksgiving, um, some nice weather. So it's been a nice fall. It's been a successful fall for a lot of these teams and, um, it's been a fun season for a lot of our kids. So I uh, just want to start off with that because I don't want to talk about Iowa, honestly. Um, it was such a huge win two weeks ago against Penn State. You know, that was a game I, did, I just didn't think they would come through and and uh, be able to finish off. You know, I just kept thinking to myself, man, if, if, uh, if they can just catch up, I think they can win this thing, but it just took them so long to get there. That last touchdown pass to Rangini, the whole place just exploded, and I knew at that point it was over. So um, that was a good one by the Hawkeyes, but just followed by a complete dud. And I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be more mad about it, more disappointed about it, but honestly, I've gotten to the point where I'm just—you almost just kind of expect it. You know, we've been talking the last few weeks too about Petrus and the offense in, in, in general um, about how there's just going to be a game or two that they lose because of, of that offense. And, and this was the exact, I guess it was the exact moment after they get up to number two and um, have a big win in Kinnick, they come out and just offensively, just a complete dud. I mean, Petrus is as bad as we said he is. Um, the offensive line is bad. I think the offensive coordinator is rough, um, just an all-around, just complete disaster from an offensive standpoint. And they, uh, um, so yeah, it's that was a rough one. Uh, moving on to the Vikings, they won another game this weekend, uh, just by the skin of their teeth. There's a lot of things about the Vikings that just drive me crazy. Um, you know, blowing big leads and 
you know, up by 10 or up by 11 points with like two, three minutes left in the game. And they give up these leads. And it's not only that, but, you know, I was talking with some of the guys in the league this, this weekend about, you know, the 20 or 30 penalties a game. That's just driving me crazy. The way Zimmer seems to dictate the offense, you know, when they have 12 points, like all of a sudden Zimmer, and they have 12 points in their head. And Zimmer's like, all right, we've got to run the ball and play ball control because our defense will just hold them. Well, the defense doesn't hold anybody when they really need to. So, I mean, the fact that he thinks like that at all just drives me bonkers. But then, you know, then Carolina gets the block punt. And all of a sudden, then the offense can turn it on again. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. These guys are just – and we don't have a field goal kicker. So to make matters worse, our special teams, you know, every big special teams played the last three years is against us. And we don't have a field goal kicker. I mean, how, how is this even, how is this the same story from year to year? You know, the one thing I will say is that I've really warmed to Kirk Cousins. I think without Kirk Cousins this year, I think we're 0-6 easily. Um, you know, he, I think Wasner said it earlier this week, we should be 5-1, and one, and Kirk Cousins should be an MVP candidate. You know, I feel like that Cincinnati game the first week of the season, it looked like the Kirk Cousins that I knew where he was nervous and he was, um, you know, not comfortable in the pocket, didn't seem to be really just confident at all, right? But the last five weeks, he just seems to be a different guy. You know, I, I know, and he seems to be held back by Zimmer at times. And, and like I said, I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator being conservative or if it's Zimmer telling the offensive coordinator to be conservative. But there's just, there's too many moments during these games, these last four games especially, or three games, where it's like, it seems like somebody's holding these guys back. And it's not Cousins. It doesn't feel like it's Cousins anyway. I don't think it is. And just the play calling and just the the philosophy, it's just it's just driving me crazy. And I'm completely done with Zimmer. Um, I, I heard he's got a playoff ultimatum. You know, if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, he's automatically fired or something like that. But uh, you know, I don't want I don't want to cheer against him. I don't want to cheer against the Vikings making the playoffs, but man, something's got to change there. I mean, it just has to. You know, and I'm not saying Zimmer is a horrible coach. It's just. It, it feels like after 10 years or however long it's been, it's it's not going to happen in Minnesota. Like Kind of like with Andy Reid in Philadelphia. You know, you get to a point where it's like, you know what, you're, you're a good coach, but it's just not going to happen here. And so I think they need to, I think they need to come to that conclusion. And I think they need to be able to ready to move on. And I think they need to be able to handle if Zimmer goes somewhere else and, and is successful. I think they need to be able to deal with that too. And we all need to be able to deal with that. But uh, personally, as a Vikings fan, speaking for Vikings nation, I think, I think everybody's kind of done with Zimmer to be honest with you. Um, so 
So yeah, so we got through the Vikings. We got through the Hawkeyes. We got through Sioux Falls Christian. Now let's get into the news around the league. start with uh, last week's scores and highlights. Let's see here if I can get to it. Uh, starting with uh, Saved by Odell got a big win to move to 3-3. Three and three. How is Saved by Odell 3-3, three and three, by the way? He beat Lucky Lukey 99.5 to 87.5. Um, Joe Mixon had 23.5 for Odell. Um, Kenyon Drake had 19. <laughs> Kenyon Drake. And then Daniel Carlson had 12. Those are his big his big scores of the week. Uh, Lucky Lukey, on the other hand, got 21 from Tom Brady, 13 from Kelsey, 10 from the Cowboys D, 13 from Tyler Bass, but not much else from anybody else. Um, eight and a half from his running backs, and that's just not going to do it. So Adele... Beats Lucky Lukey 99.5 to 87.5. Both teams are now 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Bergie's Boys continues to roll. He beat uh, Bird's Punch 138.5 to 96.5. Another big week from Dak Prescott and Cooper, Cooper Cup from Bergie's Boys. They combined for 63.5. He also got a good game, another good game from Mark Andrews. Oh, man, I'm going to be having Mark Andrews nightmares the rest of the year. Uh, Cortland Sutton continues to do well for the boys, too. He had 19 points. And then Bunch had 26 from Jalen Hurts, 17.5 from Alex Collins. That was a good play there. 15 from the Colts D. That was another good play there. And then uh, where he got hit up was three points from Antonio Gibson, 3.5 from Rondale Moore, 4.5 from Kadarius Toney. Um, so not the points that he needs to be Ber- Bergie's boys these days. A big win for Bergie, 138.5 to 96.5. Oh, moving on to probably the game of the week there. Uh, Love Covenant beat Bel Grande, 139-137. to 137. Um, Bel Grande ended up, uh, what, I think he was down by at least like 40-something going into that Monday night game. But he got 37 from Derrick Henry and 5.5 and from Devin Singletary, but just not quite enough to beat Love Covenant. Uh, Belgrande also got 33 from Stafford, 31 and a half from CeeDee Lamb, 15 from Matt Prater. So those four guys, Stafford, Henry, CeeDee Lamb, and Prater, combined for about 115 of the 137, and just not enough from everybody else. Johnny Smith, his tight end, got 0.5. Um, you know, DJ Moore got, you know, he had a lot of targets, but he just didn't have a ton of catches, and no touchdowns against the Vikings. He had seven and a half. Tyler Lockett ended up with four. Um, so not quite enough there for Belgrande. Meanwhile, 35 from Josh Allen. You know, that was a that was quite the, the Monday night matchup between Love Covenant and, and Belgrande that day. 
Um, 24 and a half from Thielen, 17 and a half from Tyreek Hill, 27 points from Leonard Fournette. So a big win for Bell, for Love Covenant. Both teams are three and three going into week seven. Uh, the little Giants continue to win in mysterious ways. Uh, they beat Halu as a you're looking for, 115 to 109. Uh, the little Giants got 27 from Mahomes, 21 and a half from Daryl Williams. 18 and a half from Diggs, 11 and a half from Sanders. Um, so, so the the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, two good offenses to invest in. Got pretty much all the points for the Little Giants. Uh, only 13 points from Lamar Jackson for for Timmy. That probably hurt him. Um, 17 points for that uh, Khalil Herbert from the Bears. So that was a big pickup for for uh, for Halu. 19 and a half from Antonio Brown. Um, 13 and a half from Deontay Johnson, 13 from Greg Zerline, um, but not quite enough this week for Hulu as they lose 115 to 109 to the Little Giants. Little Giants moved to four and two, and Tim is now three and three. Uh, another good game, Super Tramp beat the Massacre 126 and a half to 101 and a half. Uh, Super Tramp moves to three and three. The Massacre is at two and four now. Uh, Kyler Murray kind of back in business with 33 points. Dalvin Cook had a big game, 22. Noah Fant had 19 and a half, and Aaron Jones had 18 for the Tramp. Uh, the Massacre, meanwhile, was led by Aaron Rodgers, who had 26 points. Jonathan Taylor had 28 and a half. Daryl Henderson had 22, but everybody else, including Austin Eckler and Taylor, or, yeah, Terry McLaurin and Marquise Brown, they combined for 15 points. I had Robert Tanyan. Um, they combined for 17 points. So he's definitely needs more from those guys moving forward. And then the last game was kind of a beat down from two a point conversion. And he beat my Dazzleman squad 130 to 99. Uh, two a point conversions now four and two while I moved to two and four. Uh, Carson Wentz with 22, Najee Harris with 21, DeAndre Hopkins with 18 and a half, Henry Ruggs with 17 and a half, Mike Gusecki with 16. Um, so big games from all those guys. James Robinson was 16 and a half. Um, I just had a rough game pretty much all around. I got 16 points from the Rams defense, and that was my high point getter of the week. So I'm really starting to uh, get hurt. <laughs> I got hurt with the bye weeks with Debo Samuel and Kyle Pitts, hurt with the injuries with uh, Russell Wilson and Damian Williams and uh, David Montgomery. So I'm really looking for something here to give me a spark moving into week seven. Uh, looking at the matchups for week seven, by the way, we'll start off with my Dazzleman squad versus Saved by Odell. Um, yeah, I know Saved by Odell is only projected for, looks like 70, 79 points right now. To my 107.8, but uh, I tell you what, I, I could be in trouble if OBJ doesn't play tonight. That's going to be a – may have to drop him, actually. Um, if Damian Williams doesn't play, that's going to be a problem for me because Zeke's on a bye week, and I got Keenan Allen on a bye week. Fortunately, he's got Justin Herbert on a bye week, so that helps me out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I got saved by Odell figuring out a way. Um, 
saved by Odell figuring out a way to beat my squad. So I've got him winning this week to move to four and three, moved me, moving me to two and five. Um, next game, we've got Lucky Lukey versus Burt's Bunch. Right now, Lucky Lukey's projected to win this one by about eight points. Well, I guess by about 10 points. Um, and that's without a defense. So he's got Kelsey, Tom Brady, um, Godwin, Brandon Cooks. I like that lineup. His his running backs are still train wreck, Miles Sanders and, and Miles Gaskin. Um, but I, I don't know what else he he can do there. You know, I suppose he could start start Javante Williams tonight, but that'd be a, kind of a tough play. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens here with Lucky Lukey. Burt's Bunch, meanwhile, is going to roll with Jalen Hurts, Cordero Patterson, Chase Edmonds, um, T.J. Hawkinson, Alex Collins. But his, you know, he's got Jefferson on a bye week. Gibson's kind of hurting a little bit. Edwards Hilaire's hurt. Jerry Judy's on a, he's hurt. Kirk Cousins is on a bye week. So lots of issues with that lineup. I've got Lucky Lukey winning that game over Burt's Bunch. Uh, Bergie's Boys versus Keepers. This is the game of the week. Right now, it's uh, the highest scoring game projected, 117 to 115. Uh, just slightly in favor of Bergie's Boys. He's going to be rolling with Cooper Cup and Cortland Sutton again tonight. He's going to have to big, have a big game. Calvin Ridley's back this week from his from his bye week, I believe. Yes, from his bye week. Uh, Mark Andrews, of course, will be a beast, I'm sure, for Bergie's Boys. Um, but Bergie's boys will take a big hit with Dak Prescott on a bye week, um, which is where I give the edge to Mahomes or to uh, the little Giants. I've got uh, Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Daryl Williams now, kind of a key piece for the little Giants. You know, he takes a hit with Diggs and Sanders and Dawson Knox on a bye week, but uh, so he'll have to hope for T. Higgins and Sterling Shepard and Michael Carter to be able to get enough points to get by the boys. I think he does. I think uh, Mahomes, Kamara, and Williams will do it for him and get him slightly past the boys. Um, But it may not come until Monday night when Kamara plays Seattle. So we'll have to see how close this is going into that. But I got the little Giants winning that one, moving to 5-2. and Uh, Another good matchup coming up this weekend is Halu is a meter looking for versus Supertramp. Right now, Hulu is projected to win that one. Let's see who's – man, this this bye week stuff is just for the birds. Um, we got Deontay Johnson on a bye week for Hulu. Nick Chubb hurt for Hulu. And it looks like – it looks like Supertramp is fairly clean as far as, like, injuries and bye weeks. So, um, But Hulu's got Darren Waller, Antonio, Antonio Brown, Jamar Chase, Herbert and Williams going again, and Lamar Jackson. Uh, meanwhile, Supertramp's got Kyler Murray. Oh, Dalvin Cook's on a bye week for Supertramp. I don't know if he realizes that yet or not. Uh, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, Devontae Smith, Noah Fant. Um, you know, as long as Supertramp gets a a playable running back in for Dalvin Cook, I think he wins a close one against Lou um, and moving to four and three. So I've got Supertramp winning that one. Massacre versus... Let's see, Belgrande. Um, man, Belgrande's just been, he's been running into the wrong people from week to week. This week he runs into the massacre. Uh, we got, who's got Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, Daryl Henderson, Terry McLaurin, Marquez Brown, Michael Pittman, 
Um, he's got Eckler on a bye week, so that kind of hurts him. But McCaffrey's still hurt for Belgrande with CeeDee Lamb on a bye week. Um, so Belgrande's rolling with Jalen Waddell, Derrick Henry, Matt Stafford. I've actually got the Massacre winning this one, even though Belgrande is projected to win. Um, I'm going to pick against Belgrande this week and see if it changes his fortunes. Um, but I got the Massacre winning this one, evening both teams out at 3-4. and four. Um, Another good game this week, we've got Love Covenant versus Two-A-Point Conversion. Um, Love Covenant's projected to win this one by 10 right now. He's got Matt Ryan filling in for the uh, for J- Josh Allen on a bye week. Adam Thielen's on a bye week also for Covenant. So he's got Fournette, Damian Harris, and Eli Mitchell all in the lineup for him. Three running backs and then DK Metcalf and Tyreek Hill. Meanwhile, two-point conversion's going with Tannehill, uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Dearness Johnson from Cleveland, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Mike Gusecki, Henry Ruggs. I've got the Love Covenant winning this one, uh, moving to 4-3, and three, while Lefevre will move down to 4-3 and three on this one. And then the final game, this is not the game of the week, by the way, unless it's the game of the week, as in W-E-A-K, W-E-A-K. Uh, we've got my Dazzleman squad facing off against Saved by Odell. Um, Right now, I'm projected to win this one, but I think there's some lineup changes in store for Odell. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I'm rolling with a lot of Raiders this week. I've got Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs hoping to have big games against the Eagles. I need Mike Evans to have a decent game against Chicago. I need to have Debo Samuel have a good game against Indianapolis. The Rams play Detroit, so that helps my defense. But... Uh, Looking at Odell's lineup, you know, he's got Devontae Adams. That always scares me. Joel Mixon, you know, that always scares me too. And then he's got the other Raiders running back in Kenny Drake, who seems to steal all the carries from uh, um, from Josh Jacobs. So, and maybe, yeah, I've got saved by Odell winning this one. Or maybe I already talked about this one. Did I already talk about this one? Yeah, I might have – sorry if I re, re-talked about that game. That, that game definitely does not need to be talked about more than, more than once. Um, I'm sure it will be close, and I'm sure it will be bad. So that's, that's about what I can predict for that one. So that's what I've got for uh, this week's matchups. So looking at standings, we uh, – Going into week, what is it, week seven, we got standings up until then. We got Bergie's boys leading the division on the red side at four and two, followed by Hulu, Love Covenant, Lucky Lukey, all three and three, and then followed by another game there at two and four, my Dazzleman squad and the Massacre. Um, down in the black division, we have the Little Giants and two point conversion leading at four and two, followed by Belgrande, Saved by Odell and Super Tramp, all at three and three. And then Bird's Bunch sitting there in sixth place, well, sixth place at two and four. Uh, thinking about the power rankings a little bit, um, man, this is tough. Right now, Bergie's Boys, I believe, is the, the top-ranked team at 763 points, and I put them number one. Um, I still got Bel Grande at number two, even though they're three and three. I got the Little Giants at number three at four and two. Two-point conversion at number five. What, what number am I on? Four? At four and two, and then we got Hulu 
is the you're looking for at three and three, Love Covenant at three and three, Lucky Lukey at three and three, all the next in line there. Um, man, I, <laughs> I've got the, the fifth highest points in the league at 710, but I've given up the most points in the league by, by far. Oh no, the Moscow's given up more points than me somehow. Um, so I've got my squad and the Massacre, followed by the Massacre, and then I'll go with Saved by Odell and Super Tramp, and then Burt's Bunch. Sorry, buddy. You uh, you are currently 12th in the power rankings. So that's what I got going into week, what is it, week seven? And uh, now on to what, what I'm watching. Somewhere on the edge of sleep, there is a tape. Of peace every night we dance in my dreams, but Cupid's an archer, his violent departure leaves us at the altar, wounded, weak, and ready to So you just heard some probably some weird music there. It's that music is actually from a movie called Old. Um, it's M Night Shyamalan. Um, I don't know if I talked about this in episode fourteen. I, I don't think I did, but I did finish that here recently. Not a great movie. Um, I'm an I'm an M, M, I'm an M Night Shyamalan fan, but uh, not a fan of that movie. It was just kind of I don't know, weird and creepy and didn't make a whole lot of sense. So. Um, Definitely don't recommend the movie old. I did watch, what is it? The Tomorrow War with uh, Davey and the Boys probably last weekend, I think it was. That's on Amazon Prime and I would highly recommend that one. That was a good movie with Chris Pratt. Um, been We're on season 11 now of The Walking Dead, watching that with Austin. And now we're in episodes that Davey and I haven't seen yet. So that's been kind of good watching that. Um, other than that, I really haven't been watching much on my own been kind of busy with I don't know work's been really busy I guess lately and by nighttime I've been uh just too tired to watch anything I've been watching a lot of baseball actually um watching football when I can um now NBA season has started as well so Timberwolves won big last week I don't know if I'll be including Timberwolves updates in my weekly sports updates but um they were kind of fun to watch last night a little bit um other than that I don't think I'm trying to think if there's any other shows I've been even taking in. Oh, I did start the, I did watch the first episode of I Know What You Did Last Summer, another Amazon Prime show. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, wouldn't recommend that with the kids. Just some, yeah, some not great parts to that one. So maybe don't watch that one with the kids, but it's a pretty decent show on Amazon Prime for adults. Um, what's the other one I was watching? Oh, I'm still making it through. C, which is that Apple TV original. So that's what I've been watching. Um, sorry again about not getting a guest on this week. I'll try to get that schedule out today with this podcast. Um, see if anybody wants to sign up for the, the coming weeks. Um, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Good luck to Luke and the, the cross-country runners. Good luck to Brett and the football team tonight. And good luck to everybody and their fantasy games. Um, all the Viking and Hawkeye fans can take a take a rest this weekend, take a nap, 
with uh, our teams on bye weeks. And uh, I hope everybody stays healthy. And we will talk to you all again next week. See everybody. Oh